episode of what's the word it's your host f the dj and today as you can see there's something different happening <laughs> we don't usually do this but yo today i tried to step it up a bit because if you've realized all the gcr people they started doing videos so they peer people they peer people catch me so yeah here we are and today we are having another guest this series this season has been explosive and i'm really enjoying it because i'm getting to know so much about so many people that like i work with and i hang around with all the time but many of you may not know their stories and stuff so like i'm glad i'm doing this and today we have dj pizarro one of Accra's finest one of ghana's finest like let me put it up there one of ghana's finest djs in the building so yo pizarro welcome to the Podcast. thank you thank you for having welcome me to <laughs> welcome to what's the what's word, the word? <laughs> welcome to what's the word podcast gcr yeah, yeah, thank you for having me um so charlie pizarro what's up, what's up? Talk charlie a day a day Talk i to mean me. <laughs> it's just work work um problems here and there yeah. but we are alive so we give thanks to the Almighty. Yeah, huh? yeah. When people yeah. ask me like, "What's our effort?" I'm like, "It's work. Like, yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, it's work. It's either work or yeah, as home, long right? as I'm alive, you know, we are working. Yeah, we are trying work. to make it. We are trying to get there. Let's work. Yeah, let's work. Yeah. Can I ask you something? What's the least? What's the most non-music thing you've done in the past 24 hours? Wow, I played Call of Duty. You play Call of Duty? Modern really? Okay, yeah, you actually game. Yeah. When I watch your snaps, I see that you game. Yeah. Like, are you a heavy gamer? Yeah, I like games. I like video games. Like, so when you're not spend. working, when you're not DJing, yeah. yeah. My favorite gaming. games, like Division 2, I, I like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I like GTA, and FIFA. I don't like FIFA because I suck at it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I mean, and hey, football manager, cool. you play FM. Yeah, I play FM. Man, I had this crazy FM. Everybody has. If you play FM and you the thing catches you, it catches you. Yeah, it I really think FM. You, I'll so. put FM on top of the list of things. It I really do. catches you. You know, sometimes like I'm even DJ. You spend have so FM. much time on FM, and there's no yeah. explanation for it. Yeah, it's very unless addictive. you know. If you yeah. know, then you know. If you don't know, yeah, it's very addictive. It's cool. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know. I've never seen you like touching your FM before. While oh, you're <laughs> I've played all the versions of FM from 2003, 2000. I God every damn. version of FM. That's sick. That's yeah. sick. They started doing like a lot of updates. I think that's when I kind of fell off. Yeah, it I used to be kind of not like easy, but like right now it's so much more yeah, with it. Right when they brought the 3D watching the game into I was like, bro, yeah. like, like right now you, you need to do a lot. lot. Like the slightest yeah. thing, it affects your performance. And it's not even like it was any like less. So it was still very much like there was still a lot of detail you had to go through to yeah, make sure your team yeah. would be doing well. Yeah. And that's when, like, it will start making you realize that your coaches really go to a lot. Yeah, yeah. Coaches really go to a lot. It's not just come to stand there and say, hey, yeah. number 10, go for it. Yeah. Yo, but that, that's sick. That's sick. I didn't yeah. know you were, like, an avid gamer like that. <laughs> I thought it was, like, casual. No, you know, I'm some people gamer. just game. No, I, I love video games. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. That's sick. That's sick. Yeah. I want to get back into it, but, yeah. you know. So, Pizarro, I beg you. Um, so now that you're here, welcome once more. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so can you please tell us about your journey as I a DJ? Like, how did you get into DJ and mm. how you started? And, like, yeah. When you just give us, like, let's the start genesis. when I started DJing. Yeah. I think I started DJing between two, 2009. Wow. 2009, that's when I started DJing. Oh, damn. And um, I've... I like music, right? Yeah. 
Way back in secondary school, it was my laptop that we were using that entertainment. You had a laptop in, in secondary, secondary school. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this guy, he's a criminal. <laughs> it was my laptop that the entertainment people were using to play music. I wasn't so much into like being on stage playing mm-hmm. music. So when I completed secondary school, uh, during our time, you need to spend about a year home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, your results yeah, come yeah, and you apply yeah. for the university. So during that time, I picked up uh, a side job. I used to work at the internet cafe. Like, you see to customers, you sell time yeah. and all that. So I had time The internet and cafe internet. for the Gen Z kids <laughs> who don't fucking know what was going on. We had to, they had to sell time. You had yeah. to go to the cafe and buy, buy 30 minutes, and buy then, one hour and shit. So yeah. I used to have a lot. And when, like, my hood, I used to live at Flagstaff House. When you need the latest music, go and ask Pizarro. Oh, shit. <laughs> because I was always on blogs, LimeWire. LimeWire. Yeah. LimeWire, man. <laughs> Talk your shit. LimeWire. Lime so the, the latest music I download, the latest music I download. And my hood, right? There was a club. That's, like that club now is the Blacks Club. Oh, that's Onyx. Onyx. At that yeah. time, it was Cinderella's. Oh, okay. So there was this DJ who used to play the DJ Kwame. And because the cafe was closed, he comes there to download songs. Mm-hmm. So when he comes there, he said, oh, I need this, I need this. So he said, ask Pizarro. Oh. So anytime he comes... So where did you get the Pizarro name from? You, that's, let me oh, the Pizarro was, it was... I got it like for the footballer. Okay, okay. Like when I was growing yeah. up and I played football, everybody had like a nickname. Yeah, I didn't have everybody one. was picking. And I just said, yeah. okay, call me Pizarro. And that time we had Claudio Pizarro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A German player. So right? Kwame Gemini, that's his name. He comes there, oh, Pizarro. What do you have for me? And I'll give him songs. And he used to DJ. He, although he was a professional DJ, he uses a CD and everything. He used virtual DJ. Yeah. So I also downloaded virtual DJ. So I download the music. I'll be there. And when people come to the cafe, I just be playing the song, mixing it. Ah. And they were enjoying it. You're a DJ <laughs> in the cafe. <laughs> like, you see, when, when you go to a cafe, what? there's usually music at the background. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's so I had true. virtual. Oh, they DJ. give you headphones or something. Yeah, no, but that for oh, their cafe, had we speakers. had speakers. Oh, it's just that the music is not so yeah, loud. Yeah, I understand. That's it's just like background, yeah, background, music. background music. That's hilarious. And I'll be playing. I'll be mixed. We'll be like, ah, it be when mixed that challenge the viewer. So oh, it be me they do. <laughs> so when my results came and I got admission to Legon, I didn't have a laptop by then. My yeah. mom. Book, go a laptop for me, like okay, you're in school now, get a laptop, yeah. to do your project work. I didn't even use it for project work, yeah. I just downloaded music. <laughs> 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 so, in my dormitory, like in my room, room virtual yeah. DJ playing music, mixing, and my friends would come around, tell you the first one, yeah. hey, you the first pass DJ Black, and I'm hey. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you so. Yeah. You see your, your friends, and your friends will will gas you up. Don't like, gas you. Yeah, are you the force? You the force? You the force? So the first gig that I got was yeah. a drink up. It was a friend Linda, and she did it at Bunny Hostel. Shout out Linda. Shout out yeah. Bunny Hostel. And she said, "Oh, her friend is Pizarro. She knows Pizarro can DJ. Pizarro should come and DJ." And I went there. I tell you, I didn't have, even have more than two hundred songs on my laptop. Wow. But I didn't. Everybody had fun. Like hey, yeah. pizza, but I think it? wait. But on a, looking back, yeah, I think in uni is easy to DJ. People honestly have just like fifteen songs they like. Yeah, true. honestly, they have true. just like fifteen songs they like. Yeah. So even if you spend those back to back, they'll be okay. Yeah, like looking back. Yeah, like they are drunk, they are tense, they, they just yeah, want to yeah, have fun. They so are, they are not exploring life. You know, all of that. So, so if you play the same... I DJ and they liked yeah. it. I think it was, uh, that was around the World Cup that someone just missed that yeah, penalty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Charlie. Don't let I me finished get that, that party and like, Lena was like, you Pizarro, get serious, get serious. So at that time in Legon, right, I think Viroski was already a known DJ on campus. Mm. So and Linda was friends with Viroski. So Linda told me that, look, Go and see Varoski, he'll give you more gigs. Mm. So that's when I'm, I'm even so for that particular drink up, I two speakers for Varoski wow. to go and play that, that drink up. That's when Varoski oh, okay, became okay, a friend okay, okay. and we started. Oh, this is this is crazy. Yeah, this we is started crazy sharing. Story. You see, this is crazy. Like, we need these stories. We need these stories in the industry. Yeah, that's when we started sharing music and I'll go to him, he'll be DJing, I'll tell that, oh, let's do this, let's do that. So, 
During that vac, I was home. I was on Facebook and I saw a flyer. Lips party at the Temple Social Center. And it was a guy. His name is Louis Zawala. I think <laughs> <laughs> you know him. No, I don't know him. Zawala, he but was in The, names, the he, names, Yeah, right. he was like those that are busy in Quenas and was doing a party. So I messaged him, oh, bro, I'm a DJ. This is your party. I would like to come and play. And he said, oh, he already has a DJ, like the club, the Temple. Yeah, and I said, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll just come. So when I got there, I, my laptop, I entered the DJ booth. There was a DJ there, experienced DJ Silver with his CD bag and everything. And at that time, if you're a laptop DJ, they look at you like this. Yeah, you know, be serious. So I got there, I put my laptop down, connected, and he looked at me, he shook his head. <laughs> that was like heartbreaking. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't care. But I did not do my thing. So he played yeah. for some time, and he asked me to come and take over. And I killed it. Mm. I like I killed that. I don't even remember the, the kind of music. <laughs> that was when Asama Jan do that dance. Yeah, those, yeah, I played yeah, all those kind of music. Yeah, I like I I nailed that party. So the manager of the club, the temple, he took my number and was like, he usually gets a lot of parties, secondary school parties, yeah, 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 yeah. and you want me to come and DJ. A week later, here yeah, he called me, another party, and this time was a pool party. I got there, F, I did it from 2 p.m. That was the pool party. The pool party ended around 7, 8. I had to relax because there's a nightclub. The temple yeah, has a pool and a yeah, nightclub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I DJed yeah. the nightclub. I think I closed around 3 a.m. I was going, he gave me 30 CDs. <laughs> Bro, I was so happy. <laughs> no, wait, but 30 CDs at that time. Bro, was, I was, was so quite, happy. It wasn't a lot, but yeah. it would be something. He gave me 30 CDs, something. and I was like, yeah. you. And I feel like there's something about, like, I feel like when you start doing something that you really like, and when and you, you get, get paid, paid for, for it, it yes. when you get paid for it, like, knowing that it's not something that, yeah. like, yeah. When you get paid for it, it's like, yo, is this something I can do? Yeah, so I, I like I get this, but this thirty Ghana there, like I don't go. I was so happy. So the temple became my sort of place. When when school resumed, every Saturday they call me, mm. and my highest pay I got over there was about fifty cities. Mm. That day, like I worked very hard. Yeah. The owner was so happy. So I, was, I used to play at the temple, and and through that I met a guy called Philastone. Mm, mm, mm. Philastone, yeah. you know, Phil, he's yeah. he's an event promoter. Yeah. yeah. So I spoke to him that, oh, I'm a DJ, you should one day put me. And the sort of filler was doing big time promotion. And I was like, you don't know how the club works. So he didn't trust that I should put this guy on one of my events. So luckily enough, there was this event at Cinderella's. That time, Cinderella's is one of the biggest nightclubs in Africa. That's crazy. That's where the big men come. So he had this event and he said, you know what? I put your name on the flyer and let's see what you can do. Yeah. And, uh, so at that time, the resident DJ there was, I think P used to work. P P P Raven. P Raven was DJing oh, there, shit. and I think one other guy. So I think P finished the set and was like, "Yo, come and hop on." I played my first song, second song, third song, and the other DJ walked in. He said, "Bro, you think say here be radio? Get the fuck out of here." What? Like, see, <laughs> bro, it talked like, it checked like, I didn't know, I was just yeah, confused. Like, wow. I don't know what I would have done. So, yeah. like, he was literally telling, come on, come on, come on for there, come on for yeah. there, come on for there. And my fella had to come in and was like, oh, take your time. Yeah. So I just packed my stuff and I cool. left. I want to sit in the crowd. My friends were there, Charlie, yeah. you spoiled them. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, you force, you force, hey, you, you kill him, Charlie, shit, yeah, shit yeah, me. Yeah. But deep down, I was crying, now. like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was crying, like, ah. So, Fila came and was like, Charlie, guy with sound here, forget yeah. Fast forward, so I was still doing the temple and a couple of private parties, and we had one event. But when I got to level 200, I wanted to level 100. Yeah. Okay. When I got to level 200, I wanted to go into events. Okay. So I spoke to Fela that we should organize a party. And the name of the party was the Major League. We did it at Cinderella's. 
I need someone to fact check me. Since the Open University of Ghana, nobody has done a more late party than the, hey, <laughs> the second late party. Talk your shit. The second late party. The second late party that University of Ghana had experience was also organized by me. Mm, talk your so shit. that one fella put me on the flyer. I went there. I nailed my set. Smoked there. And he he had a weekly event. So I went from being sad from the boots and the guy would be like, Charlie, you can't play, I won't go do something. The one who's who sacked me out. from the, the boots. Kicked you out, yeah. Like, bitch, like, so those. Charlie, Charlie, I won't go. He yeah. wants to go to another place to go and do oh, okay, it. So okay, like, so okay, yeah, no, come college. Come college yeah. then play. And through that, I built. You see, the thing about DJing is that the more you do, like the better you get. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, experience. That's really experience. The more you work, yeah, the, the more, more you get. So true university of ghana parties yeah and when i finished school for about a year i stopped djing because of national service and stuff i wasn't really djing i think the only gig that i was doing was uh friday friends Mm -mm -mm. friday friends until i think 2016 there about that's when i made be brave be brave to i met him on facebook I said, like, who is this wow. white guy always yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you have to send Mark. You have to send Mark a check for what he has done for your career. So I saw Be Brave. I said, who is this white guy always posting what, uh, black African music? So I followed and I realized that he's a DJ. So at that time, I wasn't working. And I saw him post that he needed an administrative assistant to work with. So I planned and I... And when I went to him, he realized that, oh, I know music, so working with him would be easy. And I told him I'm a DJ. So he said, oh, he, has, he runs booking for some, yeah, for some places, places in Accra. Yeah, so if I'm interested in DJing, I said, cool. So he put me on Republic. I knew that he realized that, no, yeah. I'm a very good DJ. But yeah, big, uh, major, I'm major shout-outs to Be Brave. Be Brave, major he has helped the community brave, a lot. Because yeah. like, Be Brave is actually the one who gave me my first gig, which is Republic. Like, yeah. my first residency, yeah. which was Republic, was Be Brave. Yeah. And that's probably where I met you. Yeah. I don't exactly yeah. remember it's where, Republic. but it was v- very, uh, yeah, it was very Republic. probably Republic. Yeah. And, and like, Republic time. shaped me to be the kind of DJ I am bruh, today. Bruh. Bruh. Because <laughs> I keep telling people, like when people come here, like, oh, so what should I'm like, bro, we're Republic. <laughs> Republic will teach you how to DJ. <laughs> because Kofi will come and tell you today, you know, yeah. I'm feeling like I'm feeling like Bob Marley or some <laughs> shit. And you just have to play radio for yeah. like two hours. So I And I'm, even if you play one artist, they'll complain. Oh, you've played Bob Marley too much. Don't you have Yeah. And though and they know their music. And too. I think Republic almost all Bro, the top DJs have passed through. They Republic. know like I was telling somebody some, the other day, like if Republic should do like ten years of whatever and do like a concert with their DJs that they, they brought in. Yeah. They go shut down the whole Republic really, really molded me. As it, like, I, I learned a lot Republic. at Republic because it got to a time, right? Kofia and Raja, they wanted to do this alternative thing. So yeah. that's when they brought the Bohemian groove. Okay. That's, they don't want to hear so much. Like, Mainstream. there's Duncan's at the top. Yeah. Duncan's is playing La Paz, Toyota. Yeah. Republic wants to hear something different. Exactly. So that's, that is what led me to start digging. Like, yeah. looking you for songs that's... digging, bro. Like, you play... You have to start going from hip hop to Azonto to yeah. EDM to like, bro. You have to be creative, you so, have to be working, else you can't play. Yeah. And even the owners will come and tell you that, yeah. bro, you're not playing, shit. so yeah, so you I, have to, yeah. Like, have I mean, to I, I've even started thinking, toast. I think Republic, right? Yeah, and Jam Jazz events that yeah. they did yeah, at Carbon, Alt Carbon, yeah, these Carbon are the things that shaped me to be the kind fire. of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out Jam Jazz, yeah, shout out, so shout out Republic. I mean, I was doing Republic, and I, I, I had already cemented my place at Republic. Yeah. And Brave told me that there's this new place around Laboni. It's called Front Back. Mm. He was like, he doesn't know if I can play there, but he'll put my name on, the, on oh, this thing. Yeah. So it was one Friday, or I went there, I met the, said the, the manager, Kojo. So I got, I was like, who is Kojo? I have to play. And I, I saw this small place, and there was a birthday party. I nailed it. So the next week, Benjamin said, ah, Pizarro, when you went to front back, what music did you play? I said, ah, regular music. Regular music, <laughs> bro. Whatever the fuck they told me to play. He was like, no, like, like whatever you did, they, they, they seem to love it. So they, they've been asking of you that. Like, ah. So I remember it's just old school, old school music old school, that I played. Yeah. And he was like, oh, they like it. So through front back, I met um, 
Susie, who handles forgotten okay. uh, Susie's company. Susie, Kojo, I met Ramsey, the mm. CEO, yeah. and they've given me plugs, like molded me to be yeah. whoever I am today. That's a sick story. That's yeah. a really sick story. And it's testament to your hard work and yeah. your tenacity. Yeah. And that's something that's really admirable. Mm. So if somebody was to ask what kind of music you specialize in, what would you say? Uh, I like hip-hop and house. Okay. Hip-hop I mean, and house. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think yeah, one of the first DJs I had playing I'm a, like before I'm a piano took off. Yeah, I started playing on my yeah. piano. <laughs> and I shout t- out to DJ Kev. Kev was like, oh. So I was like, what's this new essay house you're playing? And he said, oh. No, it's called, um, it's a thing. It's on my piano. It's from SE. You see, have I not heard it before? And he sent me <laughs> some songs. The thing is that if you want to be different, right? You and 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 you and you find what 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 you want to do. You're going to meet different genres. So at Alt Carbon, that that's when I started playing on my piano, and this is 2018, yeah, 2019. This, this, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, about because yeah. they wanted a more Afro house. They wanted a house music. A house thing music because, thing. Yeah. So I did a lot of. I met. I was playing on my piano. Right? I didn't even know I was on my piano mm-hmm. until one day, Bebeth posted a video. I listened to something like ah. So that time I had to play on my piano. Yo, <laughs> but crazy. I thought it was Afro yeah. House. At that time, I because it was all coming from SC at the time. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of like even And me, you know, this is my piano thing like you bring SC. up is interesting. Like yeah. <laughs> when I remember I was playing an Afro, I remember I played that on my piano and there was this DJ who stood by me. Hey, you people there, you forgo South Africa go DJ, this really? kind of music they play there. But today, and I listen to this. People <laughs> are here importing <laughs> SADs. Just look at that. Just look at that. Yeah. So, wh- what would you say has been some of your like memorable moments, like very high points in your career so far? Mm. Last year, one of my directors did a birthday party and he took me to Mikonos. Mm, mm, that was like mm. a very like. Yeah. Big thing Zara for me. in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for Zara someone... takes Greece. <laughs> that show was sick. Yeah, like yeah. I'm going to celebrate my birthday, but because I like your music, yeah. come along with come me. Come along with me. I mean, it was great because so you were there as full time as a DJ. Yeah, but I had fun. I drank like that's, <laughs> I had to a me, party. That's, that's so crazy. So like they rented a house and you were just yeah DJing, DJing. like rented equipment everything. Your job is to just play music. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I would want to be on something like this. Yeah, it was it was it was an amazing experience. Like, yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. sick. So yeah. everywhere they are going, you go with I them. I go with them. Damn. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah. That's like it feels it feels and you you got paid for that as well. Yeah, I go, I got so more than flights, paid. Come, like everything, everything, like everything. Oh my goodness. This is sicker than like to and, me, and they even gifted me a mixer, than. like a very expensive DJ mixer. And I'm like, and DJ equipment is not cheap. Yeah, it's not fucking cheap. This is it feels like sicker than being like playing a top gig. Yeah, that's like, like yeah, this is one of what like the yeah. greatest moment now, forever, forever, forever cherish it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let me ask you. This is a little bit tough, so you you can take your time. As a DJ, you have the power to shape the atmosphere of an event. How do you gauge the energy of the crowd and adjust your performance accordingly? How do I gauge the energy of the crowd? Yeah. Bro, but like you guys, I feel like some of you guys need to take a trip to from back on Saturdays to experience this guy. <laughs> because when he's in the mood, like when he's on, it's ridiculous. You know, F, you know one thing about me? Tell me. I never know what I'm going to play till I get behind the laptop. I've seen it. That's why I'm asking you because because <laughs> you work like a magician, realistically. For you real, really like, just sit there, you're like I don't I don't know how because you know you go song by song. Yeah, I I just enter, I listen. So usually, anytime I play, I ask the DJ, "What have you played?" Yeah, yeah. And he tells me, "Oh, yeah. I, I've played hip hop. I've played this." I look at the crowd. I I, I first and I gauge. I don't know if this always works, but you know, like. It's unfortunate, but we have two types of crowd. We have an elite crowd and we have 
like the boys boys crowd there are some songs that you can play at a place like from back you play at Alora, people won't mind you <laughs> no no i'm just being honest with you you see okay. it's about how open yeah, they are to, how open they are to you understand it doesn't mean like oh this one is better than this it's just that yeah. they are more inclined with, with, with this okay yeah. i mean music. everybody has every place has you understand kind of crowd they attract i can well, play so. uh, uh drake take care you can play that song at so many places yeah, but that's a dope song do that look like, at you like this that like people will 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 admittedly say the song is dope but they may not be ready to hear it everywhere they are but in some spaces they are more ready to hear yeah. it than in some so for me spaces. i usually look at the type of crowd and i and i use the age the age yeah. the age is a very big yeah. factor i you, think that's something I so even well. when last week sunday just the sunday i was playing apollo beach yeah. I, I took over for uh be frankie yeah be frankie yeah so when i took over i started playing old school and he said that he wants to ask me something he was playing on my piano, mm. and when I took over, I played old school. And I was like, "Why?" And I said, "Look around. There are a lot they of grown folks." Yeah. So I feel they like old school, and they like old school. So it's usually a risk, but because of the experience I have, and like when I know this is not working, let's then try this. That is how I, I I I I work. So that's being observant. Yeah. And being not being afraid to take risks yeah like i take a lot of risk as a dj it's honestly crazy honestly like even me as a dj when i stand behind you sometimes and i observe i'm like bruh i take a lot i wouldn't be risk. doing half the things and sometimes do. it fails sometimes, it sometimes it i fails. was playing a party it was late everybody and i dropped the westlife song they were singing along but a week later a girl who was booking me for a wedding come say ah pizarro why did you play westlife and I was like, they enjoyed it. I was like, mm, media, I know they like who. Mm. So, another thing, you can't please everyone in the crowd. That's another <laughs> thing. That's the, I think that may be the hardest part of the DJ job. Because it's like one person doing it. Yeah. You know. And even when there's a decision to take that as a group of people, they may still take the wrong decision. Yeah. But I imagine it being one person and yeah. they are there to enjoy you. So, if you do want to want to say, hey, Charlie, the music you play, hey, all day you're top. That's so one another thing I also sometimes you see in a club scene is business, right? That's the, another, the bar needs that's to make another, money, that's how that's you're going another, to get paid. So another. I can scan through the crowd and look at the table that's spending and play to the tune of the table that's spending. But it's it's bad. <laughs> yeah. That's where the job becomes complicated. Yeah, it's the business aspect. Like sometimes as a DJ, you need to consider the business aspect. Like if this table is buying and the table is enjoying I'm a piano. Give them on my piano and let them buy. But Pizarro, <laughs> if it's just one table. I mean, I've, I've at the end of the day, like I, I hear you, but then there's a conflict there. There's a conflict there because. I, I, I'll say that I'm still learning how to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I understand you, but like it depends. I like it also depends on where you're playing. There are some places that may prioritize enjoyment over. Over the, um, the policy, over, the policy over, over the will, business, yeah. And there's some places that's like business over because, like, honestly, when the more you climb up, it gets harder. I mean, that's something I'll say I've, I've really realized. The more you climb, it gets harder because the more you are earning, the more you are, the more you are demanding. They're also like, yo, we need to make this amount so that we can pay you and we don't feel it, yeah, yeah. You know, so I you see, have to start playing for the business. And when you start playing for the business, there's also a lot you may lose from playing. For yeah, it. you know, I think at the end of the day, it's the policy of the venue. You know, I've played at some venues. Bro, where venues, I've seen venues switch their policy halfway because <laughs> they need to make money. Because the one who's going to spend 100000 no, is I've, I've, trying I've, to leave. I've, so I've played at venues too that didn't care who was spending. They wanted their policy. I, I was playing this party and they wanted house music. Mm. And I saw one of my allergies around. And I know the kind of music is like. I was playing his music and he was dancing and the owner came, Pizarro, you know what we like here? And I'm like, yeah, but you see, he Why said, he needs to know that when he comes here, Very this is the cool. kind of music I'm going to listen. So I think we just need to find a balance. And I think that is something that I'm still learning to do. 
where you, you that's you, legit like that's legit i feel like it's hard i feel like there's no correct answer for that like there's no real yeah. you always have to like be gauging along yeah and also try yeah. to reason sometimes you should even try to impose i think even djs we try to do that yeah sometimes you try to impose like no i know you people want to hear this but you yeah, listen to yeah this. yeah yeah i do listen that to this Maybe you you, you, you know like you know like you <laughs> get on the next oh pizarro it'd be afro beast crowd you you know who you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it happens. You it know. happens to the job. It happens to the job, man. Right. Okay. Let's get into it. Pizarro Ghana music. Let's go. <laughs> As a DJ, from where you stand, um, we've seen all the conversations. It's been back and forth with Ghana, Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa, Ghana, this, Ghana, this, Ghana, that. We've seen the blame shifts. Is the artists, is the managers, is the producers, is the DJs, is the this, is the this, bro? I give me a, b- a g- overview. Where my do you overview. Stand you think, where do you, I think that the blame game doesn't help issues because you know it's always easy for me to blame other people for my mistakes. That means I don't have to do anything. It's not my fault. It is their fault. Mm. Then when I don't do anything, but if the artists should sit down themselves and realize there are certain things that lack. One thing I can f- I say for sure, like the talent in Ghana, it is not something that you can question. It's hundred percent. We have the talent. <sighs> the talent the is there. Is like the talent, we have talent. It's overflowing. What is left is the infrastructure and money. You understand? They blame DJs for playing. You see me, I don't even put nationality on music. Mm. If the music is good, it's I'll, good. I'll play. Good. No, but Pizarro, do, do as for that thing, you can say that too, but we all know it's not exactly that. No, for like, real. No, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I mean, the influence of you hearing one song more than another for you to feel like, oh, this song is... Because it's good. No, but it F, can be F. good. No, but that's what I'm trying to tell you, that like, if you're looking for good music, bro, I can tell you that there's no song like bro ghana you go feel fine ghana artists they make every kind of song where you yeah and and that's what i'm saying i don't put nationality i don't put like this is nice this is good music so you play it i'll play it like i've had uh, artist managers approach me we want to pay you to play our music and i always tell them let me listen to the music if i like it i'll play it yeah that's right that's right don't give me money to play on me because if I listen to it and it's not nice, I you won't play it. <laughs> That's hard. You understand? That's there's the, there's a, let me Nigerians make a lot of trash music. That's if you are being honest, they make a lot of trash music. It's Gan- always the one percent. Yes. So like it's the one percent that like, goes to the they, top. They make, like, like they I, have uh, one million burner boys. If but I it's s- only <laughs> them one burner boy that's yeah. But to make you think that oh my god, Nigerians, it's like bro, it's, it's like, like literally their top five. So. A month or two ago, I was complaining that the whole of this year, we, we don't have a Ghanaian hit song. Oh, but that's not true. Until Terminator came. Oh. Who? We have... Oh, there are soccer boys, they do some hits. They, they oh, are all from last bad. year. They are all from last year. Okay. No, but it's not just, it's not just Terminator. No, I'm talking about... Sm- Terminator is the only smash hit we have. Smash it. Okay. Smash it, yeah, I think I'll have to agree with that. Like, if oh, you no, take the videos unavailable... In that sense, what song in Ghana will you measure with that? If not Terminator. And I last like, minute, last minute. It'll be last year. You know last year. Okay. Okay. You understand? And so yeah, me the the me I know the like I feel like Everything they say about Ghana music, they said it ten years ago. So me I'm tired of the talking. Like Makasa, do something. You understand? So and it's the so DJ. So what should we do? What should they do? What should who should do what and what should they do? They should do good music and promote it. That is all. So yeah. It's to you, the blame is on earth. You think the music is not good? Listen. Because I don't agree with the music not being good. No. King Promise. He was supposed to perform. For, they, King Promise was blacklisted, if I should say, because he refused to show up at the Wizkid concert. Like Ghanaians were literally saying they are canceling him. But what oh, is the biggest wow. song in town? I've been uh, call me later. <laughs> see, the first time I heard the song, I'm like, bro, this song is a hit. You see, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, you, 
They know that is they know. Oh, they know. Mm-hmm. Me, they that. know. That, so me, this kind Ghana music conversation, I always listen and it's like the same thing over and over. Like, Stone boy, Stone boy, yeah, Stone boy, into the future, into the future then, uh, yeah, pop songs. Yeah. So, so what is the issue? <laughs> they play it. Yeah, Stone boy, into they play. Yeah, K- so those are other hits. As you, you ask. Yeah, but in terms of Smash. that, like that down the whole yeah that kind of thing me that's how i measure like the when the song drops you realize that yeah. the mood changes you know one thing i used to judge hits when like you can if you are playing like a different bpm like you're playing 130 or something you just cut the song and play another song then you're like yeah you know like how djs have been doing with like last last yeah like, yeah you cut the whole song and shy yeah away, like, yeah hey, yeah so i think it's also pa- like yeah. yeah so if i'm playing something else i know i can cut the song and play this and it will it will rather you know, have the you know something right yeah. another thing is that i think the artists need to coordinate with the djs right mm. when they are recording songs okay. because there are certain songs that i feel when the dj drops because of the how the song drops, yeah. the intro, the breaks, it's easier to play it in the club. That's true. That's true, but Pizarro, this one's where I may give you a pushback because I feel like when an artist makes a song that goes, niggas don't care. Well, they care. No, niggas don't fucking care. It's the same way you're switching the future, from... Into, it's into, the same way you're switching from 130 to 80-something for Into the Future last. is a big hit, but they don't you play Do you think Boy starts with DJs to say, you know what, let's slow down the No, it's not about sitting... Every... Like, have someone in your team who understands understand that accent. So not necessarily a DJ. Niggas, I understand, but you I'm understand. niggas fuck with the song. They don't care. Uh, well, I feel that also... No. Because, you know, what you think about Afrobeats, there's literally no Afrobeats in 80-something. There's no Afrobeat song in 80 something. There is. Which? That is, that is like popular f- from, oh, bro. All be uh, Chris, 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 Chris Brown and uh, Davido's uh, Whiskey Song. That one. It be, call Me Every Day. You don't play Call Me Every Day with Last Last, bro. I play. You get what I'm saying? Don't fucking. No, <laughs> do no, 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 I play. I get you, but you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. If they record a song, they record a song because niggas fuck with a song. You understand? Okay, so but me personally, I mean, as, as a DJ, there are certain... Yeah, okay, you, I mean, let me not cut you. Like, as like a DJ, yeah. sometimes when introducing certain songs into my, my set, right, yeah. I feel it kills the energy. Yeah. So I'd rather skip that song. Yeah. That happens a lot. Like, sometimes I can play a set and I'll be done and I'm like, wow, I didn't even play this song. I didn't even play this song. I didn't even play this song. And I'm like, if somebody comes it's to ask a good me, song, I'll say, right? it wouldn't work. Yeah, it it's, just wouldn't yeah work. it's a good song, right? Yeah. But when you drop it in your set, yeah. it kind of lowers it the energy. It just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, it just wouldn't have worked. And there's no other explanation for it. Yeah. It just no go work if like I play out. So, yeah. they for take them, so. So, me, the Ghana music, the, you see, the, the bottom line is be money. It be money. Yeah, at the end of the day, it all comes down to money. So are you saying that like we no, don't have anything? Even if you are bad at something, you throw so much money at it, you get you, you get better at it. So it be the money. I feel like if there's more investment, I mean, like the Nigerians come here to come and do that. I mean, they get inspiration from yeah. Really fucking so, promote and they do a lot of ground. Yeah. So it, at the end of the day, I don't it be money. Yeah. It be if money. But I end day. up realizing all the time that the groundwork too is expensive. Like they come. They pick they list like top five venues. They come to all the top five venues and they come and spend money. And when I'm saying money, I'm saying like thirty K minimum everywhere they go. Yeah. Everywhere they go. It's so ridiculous. Be, be, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, I mean how many artists have like yeah, have can this? even do that thirty yeah. K so, one night? I, that's the thing. At the end of the day, they be the money. Me you, it all comes yeah. down to the money. That's crazy. It's money. So they come out, they go to this venue, they are spending this amount. The DJ is going to have their music and, and also for like um, minutes straight. That I think that's why I also see uh, the the issues from the artists coming like, oh, the the Nigerians have the money we don't have, but because we are brothers, you should put us ahead of them. Yeah, I, I see. So how do you feel about that too? It's a valid argument to some extent, but man must eat. Man must eat, oh, but Pizarro, <laughs> the thing is that if we also know Bobo and our yeah, we for we for listen, we reach the top. That's what I'm, at the end of the day, F, at the end of the day, if you're a DJ and the Nigerian artist teams come to you, we are giving you 20k, 
if you are DJing, play, make sure that these 10 songs are in your set. How many DJs are going to turn that down? And say that because you are my Ghanaian brother, mm. I if you play five feet, toss him. Yeah, to so we find a balance, but still they complain. They are pushing for 90% Ghanaian music. That's what they are pushing yeah, for that's now. Radical. Yeah. Very radical. That's very extreme. That's so very man, I feel radical. like Charlie, I think we'll get there. It's just we'll get there. Like we are getting there. It's time we'll get there. Um, I feel like where we are, we may get like the getting there right now is much more at a at a reducing rate because right now it's like the labels are playing like the big boys are really playing. I feel like if it was like up we to like ten years ago, Ghana. no, if it was up to like ten years ago, maybe because that would have been a lot of artists were but still have moving independent. No, I feel like a lot of them stepped into Nigeria. Like right now, some of them have picked up some Ghanaian artists. So, I mean, but Empire the deal, has picked up a few of them. Um, the deals that they give them, I don't think it's the same deals that Ghanaians get. Definitely not. I don't feel Sinan like... Sinan So was sent to Sony Music, but I, was, it, was it Sony? I didn't, I didn't see what the deal with her. Um, I think that deal was for singles, two singles, and an EP. Still, I don't they exactly didn't do, know they didn't what do. happened. I feel like they did Oh, no, give but she got the... Um, 1201 remix, the ADM remix, and it was a okay. very big budget yeah. video. And it's a very, a very good song. Yeah. That and the song too was yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So. I don't know, but I don't think they give the same deals. The same deals. I mean, I kind of get it. If you are going to base it on numbers, I feel like they'll look at it and say that, you know, one is giving us more numbers, yeah. like way yeah. more proportional to, you know, and how much are you pushing the needle? You understand? So if you are saying that, okay, let's go and do a show in US, for example, how many people can you pull yeah. in? You but Ghanaians, we have King Promise, Stoneboy, Kiddy, Dasaka Boys, Kwame Eugene, hey, Sako, they're black. Yeah, we can. Charlie, me, I get Jackie. Yeah, Jackie, like. Yeah, we got, we got. I mean, we have a strong representation. Right. That we can also say that, yeah, we get this. Me always say that Kiddy is a better vocalist than the top three in Nigeria. <laughs> Kiddy is a strong as vocalist. I he's a he's a he's a better vocalist than David Do Bernard Boy was kid. I can't. This is a f- like it's facts, you know. It's facts. Amare, like we, uh, I say we'll get there. Amare, like. shout out Marizi. <laughs> we'll get there. It's, it's just time. It's just time. All right. Okay. So the we're almost done. But like, Pizarro, how do you feel about like the new DJs, modern DJ, new DJ? What is modern DJ? <laughs> Pen drive DJ. New so. <laughs> the new couple of DJs which have come. Let's say after, after our class. Yeah. Do you think DJing, just as we've discussed about Ghana music, whether it's going forward, whether it's going back, what do you? F- think about Ghanaian DJs. Do you also think we are on the same trajectory to either go up or Yeah, but I actually see a branch. I um, I think um the old scene like this um alternative dance house music, music kind yeah. of scene is it growing and it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice it's actually thing. crazy it's blowing it's up it's crazy, a nice thing ridiculously. I haven't heard many of them play but I've heard uh, Frankie, yeah, be Frankie, be Frankie I think he's a very Shout good DJ. Araba. Araba is also really yeah, uh, and Baba. Yeah, Baba, Baba. Shout yeah, out Baba, very Baba good DJ really too. Sick. And I've also heard OJ DJ. OJ. Yeah. yeah, I don't. You see, I don't even go out now unless I'm working. I don't go out, so I don't get to listen. Get so to listen. if I'm not mentioning anybody, it's not because I think you're a bad DJ. But Zaro hates you. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks you're whack. <laughs> But these are the three that I've heard play, yeah, and I think that you can, you can yeah, vouch yeah, for. They are, they are very good DJs, yeah. Right. yeah. So, yeah, the DJ scene. What do you think can make it better? Because I feel like, like this thing happens a lot. Like, I've met somebody who told me if I come to their home country, they'll suck all their DJs that weekend. And I'm like, like, you know, I'm just. <laughs> Even here, I'm not, I don't, I don't, like, I know I can also vouch for other people here that are like, you, these guys are sick as shit. Ghanaian DJs are very good DJs. Right? I can say the whole Africa. Ghana has... You want to vouch for Ghana DJs? Yeah. The whole Africa? Yeah. That's sick. That's sick. That <laughs> That's sick. No, I'm not doubting anything you're saying. I'm like, just saying it's sick. 
someone is it black water he, i think he went to us and came but i was like he, he shook my after, like after bizarre. the us tour he came and was like bizarre. you know what you guys you, you guys, guys are guys. working <laughs> you know the way the Kenyan music scene is right you learn right you learn a lot and when you go out <laughs> yeah you learn you learn like uh, the dj scene is very competitive right so you have to learn and when you when you when you make your trading gun and you go outside, you realize that ah, what is it that you are doing here? But can I give you a slight interjection? I feel like sometimes too, eh, it's also your region. You, I've played like in other, let's say regions in Ghana, where to them DJing means you are doing a lot, like yeah, scratching, you are doing effects. Like to them, that's what they see. Hey, this guy, the DJ, wow, you bab. But the more I've grown in the game, like I've met DJs who literally just play like a song and chill. But they are playing the right songs. At the right time. At the right time. <laughs> with the right timing. Like, you know, all of that. And then you listen to some people and you're just like, yeah, these guys fucking know. It's not about like, like doing 15,000 things. You understand? So I feel like in that same way, a Ghana DJ can go somewhere. It's like how Ghana DJs, for the most part, play on my piano, for example. When you listen to essay, because me, that's where the thing is from. It's not that there are no DJs there. There are DJs there. When they come to Ghana and they play on my piano, they don't play like how Ghana DJs play on my piano. And a lot of Ghana DJs play like Afrobeat. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, there's the hot Yeah, I'm, I'm a piano song. is small house music. It's and house, house music, music you exactly. need to let the music and Ghana doesn't really have like a house culture, house music culture. Yeah, I understand. understand. But you know, so it's the crowd. That, it's the crowd. But because of that... We play DJs af- like how the people enjoy Ama piano. They enjoy it like Afrobeats, and there's no so that's why it's not like it's a no-brainer why um, Niger piano or Nigerian Ama piano is a hit in like the Western region because th- that is how we like our music. We don't really have a house music culture like they do in SA. I mean, it's growing now. I you hope understand. it gets better. I mean, the, 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 I feel like the most is that it will grow. So shout out Musaki. So when Musaki's came to, he came for an interview on Guide Radio. I happened to be there when they were having the interview. Mm. I think I was on, on my way there and I was listening. And then they asked him. So that was when Olili and Joby Akan had the back and forth for about two days. Yeah. And they asked him about the conversation. He said, honestly, if you're going to get a hit song in, a hit Ama Piano song in SA, your streams will be doing like 2 million to 5 million streams. But I, I've done unavailable with the video and I'm doing fucking 50 million streams plus. Like, the sound is traveling. And what they do in Nigeria, Ghana, it's not how they do it in South Africa. So if the sound is traveling, it should travel. You can't gatekeep it. It's on the internet. It's in the world. You but can't, I'm a purist. You can't gatekeep it. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, the purists will do what they do. But yeah. like, you see, so I yeah. feel like sometimes it's regional. Like, yeah. It's a regional thing, yeah. in a sense, where for you to feel like, like but I honestly still stand with Ghana DJs. Ghana, really like, good. I've, I've really, experienced really, it before. Good. I had to play this event with one big DJ from the end was his event. I wasn't even supposed to play. Mm. I was supposed to play before him, but he came and was like, he wants to play. And he was the headliner. Took the set, finished. He finished DJing, and the next DJ was to come. I'm like, oh, it is this guy who is there. So, oh, okay, Pizarro, take over. I played for 30 minutes. The way I shut the place down, the guy came back and he said, Omo, I for play again. Ghana DJs who had dream. And it was so funny. Like, that day, I really, really did. Like, it wasn't intentional, but I was just in the mood and I, the crowd was so tense. And he was, he, he's done with his set too. Yeah, he done. came back, he held me back. Omo, the way you played here, I for play again. again. <laughs> yeah, make this, and I left it. I'm like, your do your head. thing. Come and yes. do your thing. Like do your thing. I don't like that thing. Like I'm battling you. I want yeah, to be better. Honestly, I'll just do my thing. Honestly, I prefer like when I'm DJing. Usually, when it's a group, when it's you alone, when it's you alone. Yeah. But when it's a group, I always prefer to like see it as work. Like we all have to come yeah, together to make sure it's a dope night. That's for one thing I don't like about the Ghanaian DJ scene. Is yeah. A lot of people don't play their part. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you see, it's it's, it's a competitive play. scene, right? But when we are working, do your part and let me do your part. Yeah. And let, let me do my part. So what happened is that maybe a DJ, you are doing the earlier set, like a warm-up set, and they'll play all the hit songs. 
but I've, I think I find that problem a lot with a lot of new. Yeah, they new. play all the hit songs. Sometimes I don't even put it to the DJ. Sometimes I also put it to the audience. No, it's not. The, uh, if you're a woman DJ, <laughs> no, but I also put it to the audience sometimes. That is one of my favorite. Like, play warm and up. go. You can just chill. Ah! And play. You know what? You, listen. Yeah. No, I'm, but it's not even about I'm, playing and going. No, F. At that you time, can go and listen to some warm up sometimes and be like, this guy knows. F- this pe- this person fucking knows yeah, music. Because at that time, they are not expecting you to play music for them to be dancing. Dance, yeah. Like people sitting down, just nodding their heads like this. Yeah. They are enjoying the music. You are doing a great job. But they want to play all the hits. And then it's peak time the DJ comes. You've played all the hits. the hits. So at the end of the day, right, you think you are killing it, but you are just making the crowd suffer. Yeah. So the next DJ comes and it's like he's repeating songs, but no. Yeah. And they get bored and start saying all oh, the DJs play the same shit the same all the songs, time. But yeah. they don't, they just don't. So, like, I tell DJ, like, warm up. Like, some people feel it's disrespectful to be a warm up DJ. I'm like, yeah, the warm up DJ is even disrespectful? more disrespectful. Yeah. I've, I've, had, yeah. I've had an issue where I was, I was playing after a DJ and he went about complaining that he's a big DJ. Why is he? Playing at that time, up. and I'm like, it doesn't matter, bro. Like, anytime you want me to play, yeah. I'll do play it. Your part and go. I feel like because of like social media and stuff, everybody, like, not everybody, but people want to be the highlights of the the event. You know, and there are times that, where a warm up DJ will finish playing. playing, a pick DJ comes and be like, the warm up was better. Oh, of course, that happens a lot. A like, lot. that happens a lot. It does happen a lot. So, like, if you are good, you are good. The, the crowd will appreciate it. It doesn't matter the time. I mean, the pick time, pick, DJ and a pick time is easy. It's the easiest. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is something a lot of people don't know. But like, if you arrange all the 25 songs they want you to You give hear, me big time. You just play all I the 25 songs. I can close my eyes and play. And like, the it. crowd is yeah. already tense. Everybody is happy. Like, yeah. the job is just easy. Yeah. <laughs> From there. No, but there are, I'll also say that there are some big time DJs who are really good at it. Honestly. Yeah, most like definitely. I get what you're saying, which is, is facts. Yeah. But there are also some big time DJs who, like, I stand behind and I'm like, yo. I wouldn't play the music this quickly if it was me. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't go to the music this fast. I wouldn't like I wouldn't be cutting it up this yeah. way. So like I commend them. Oh shit, they're also really good at this. So if I was to do an event and I was supposed to put somebody for peak time, it's you that I'll put. You understand? But I feel yeah. like our system also does not do a lot of rotation. And because of that, a lot of people don't train in other places. Because somebody can be a good warm-up DJ, but it doesn't mean they're also not trying to, you know, get into playing peak time or playing pre-peak or yeah. playing post-peak. But because of that, a lot of people don't train in other things. So yeah. you can be a peak time DJ for like two years. After that two years, your sets may become very stagnant because yeah, you start playing the same thing all the time and things like that. Yeah, yeah. You know. But yeah, so what do you think Ghanaian DJs can do to get like a bigger? Because this is what happens in December every time. It will p- shut down the it will shut down Ghana from January to <laughs> mid December. From 15 December they go international DJs on they go come play or their gigs go in January what after like 10. Then they'll call us again. So what do we like? What do you think we can do to be the ones to now take control of our space? I think this this is. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about this. Someone brought this up, I think, somewhere last year that the Ghanaian DJs do all the work. And when is it December? Bruh, like July is almost ending, oh, yeah, in August. Yeah. So, and the work is um, the work. If I feel like if half of the work is not done by now, it's going to happen again. I think, it and realistically, what also happens most of the time too is like it's hilarious. Like, okay, on the day of the gig, Ghana DJs have you know international DJs wherever they also come down on the day of the event <laughs> the Ghana DJs on the day of the event we they see yeah and it's not that like we do better you know, but at least what I can say is that th- what I can say is that we're able to match that's just one thing about DJing that it's I not even in just Ghana right yeah. it's a skill right but right now the imaging and the branding and marketing has taken over the skill. Right. I mean, I've seen some very big DJs behind decks and they are playing mixes. 
Yeah, speak on it. Speak on it. I mean, just la- just last week, someone was telling me a, a very big, a very big DJ plays YouTube mixes, and so at the end of the day, right? I think the the promoters, right? Are are are, are learning now. Are they? Yeah, they are. They know the DJs that can do their job. I, I feel like they know, but they also take business decisions. Yeah, just like how because at the end of the some of the events that happen in December, right? It's not just local promoters. Foreign promoters are included, and their foreign promoters they have DJs that they work with, and I think they they prefer or they want the DJs that they work with outside because some of the crowds coming to our crowds. Also, yeah. Uh, from outside yeah, and did yeah. and these DJs know the crowd like they yeah, know they know how to how to how to, how to play their music and everything so they feel like oh this event we know there are people from these countries this this yeah. DJ is known so I think we can find a balance because in December it's not just the Ghana crowd that we are playing yeah, to definitely. we are playing to definitely. different crowds so I mean I don't see a problem with it at the end of even the right now I feel like in Ghana all year round. You don't even get like exclusively Ghanaian. Ghanaian, yeah. Anymore. Like now it's yeah. so varied. I feel like some promoters have started seeing that like the DJ, there are people who actually have the skill, but they don't have the brand or the imaging to match their skill. But at the end of the day, like when you get on the decks, we'll know if you're a good DJ or not. Yeah, but we're also in, at a time where people are being booked not off their DJ. And as for good, it's like artists right now. Like yeah. artists, good artists, they chop. But if they know they see, they see. And it's the same thing for DJs. Yeah. Like, good DJs, me, then you know, they chop. Yeah. I, but if they don't know, say, ah, Pizarro, <laughs> where if you pull up in 10, ah, you go play Mikonos, you go play here, go play here, they from back, they pull up, they here, they here, they here, senior man. So if you put Pizarro on the gig, yeah, level like yes, I think because right now, if the DJs we put for top self go even determine the crowd where they could come. You understand? Yeah. So if you watch it, you say, ah, that's it, not be skill again. That's for that one day. I just want make you swallow that, that one. Yeah, F. I think that I <laughs> F. Yeah, I think it is just one of the problems of you capitalism. See? So I feel like where we are is like the job has become like we need to build equity that's what that thing i've been saying it like but in this in this capitalist economy i can understand it's capitalism at the end of the day the numbers mean something to the promoter so if you have the numbers they know the numbers can translate to money but the disconnect yes it will translate to money they made money the event was packed out well if you ask people on the ground how was it but yeah. they don't care as long as the money is there they don't as long care. as the money is there but the thing is on the ground if it doesn't translate all the way so yeah i mean what you're saying is true I, but I, hey even nowadays i don't even think people like it, it will come out definitely maybe the music was bad this, that, this, that, this, that. but the promo video where they go cut where they go drop them um, july take promotes the next one nigga it go over they complain with it because they go cut eh, when they played down flats when the people were dancing when yeah. they played uh, <laughs> terminator everybody was doing the dance yeah with the videographer come cut about bitches cut it cut it well so if you watch the video at ah, the party jam i think it's just one of the things that capitalism brings that we, yeah <laughs> capitalism has fucked us up huh? yeah because <laughs> right now it's a numbers game which is unf- which is unfortunate. Like, how many followers? How many followers do you, you have? Know, someone booked me for an event, right? And like, I knew the guy through someone. And the guy told me that Pizarro don't take this guy serious. And I'm like, oh, he's talking. A week to the event, the guy called me. Uh, Pizarro, how many tables are you booking in your name? And I'm like, ah, I don't understand. We're like, oh, how many people are you bringing? Are you bringing? And I'm like, where? I'm not a promoter. How? I'm here to fucking play music. It's like, yeah, we are booking you. Like, we expect you to get some tables. And I'm like, that is your job. Mm. Promote your events. Mm. My job is to come there and make sure the people who come they have, have a, a good time. time. So, it's a whole lot of issues. But I think with time, it will fix itself. It can't fix itself. It will be fixed. It can't fix itself. It will be fixed. Because at the end of the day, if you keep on booking this DJ because they have the numbers, they come and they provide you a shit show. I don't think you're going to go back and book them. At some point, 
irrespective of the money, you expect your people to also enjoy the event. Oh, there's that too. But the problem here is it cascades up. If on your 100k followers you can't play some big show for Ghana, somebody to a day outside go watch say, ah, you can't play big show for Ghana, entertainment capital of the world. We to we go book and go ba- a Bali. You bab. It go come the Bali. It will go do like, and it will just cascade upwards. You bab. Then you go call them. Come play. I don't know Coachella, some shit like that. And uh, it happens, <laughs> like it's happening. Honestly, you get one or two viral <laughs> moments, and that's it. Yeah, like, honestly, you know? I, I I don't know the solution to this. <laughs> I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But it's been a great conversation. Yeah. I yeah, think I we've spoken yeah. a lot. Thank you so much for coming yeah. once Thank again. Um, where can we find you on socials? DJ Pizarro, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. Snapchat, yeah. DJ DJ Pizarro. That's dope. Yeah. Guys, it's been dope. F the DJ. Um, we got a few more episodes coming up. I'm trying to wrap this at 12 episodes. So, yeah. Hopefully, we'll be done before the end of the year. Self the DJ, your host once more. E-double-F-T-H-E DJ everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Um, yeah, thank you so much for spending time with me and my guest. See you again next time. Out.